Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies? And welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. As always, I hope your weekend was everything you needed it to be. For me, the team and I just wrapped up our last enrollment into Sheetrician Academy for the year. So we took the weekend to rest and recharge. We finally took Bex to the pumpkin patch. (laughs) We almost forgot about it this year. Um, And it was a really fun day. We took her to the same, or we take her to the same one every single year. And every year we have like way more fun than the last and they have the same shit every year. I don't know if it's because she's getting older and she can actually like play in this stuff, but we had a lot of fun. Uh, Honestly, I just go for the funnel cake prize. So they make it well worth the dirt and the walking. And I got stung by a bee yesterday. Jeez. Um, But every moment when we open the doors to new clients to come in and, you know, completely change their relationship with their food and their routine and their body, I always hear one big objection come up. And I thought to myself, man, this would be a really great podcast episode. You know, outside of the self-doubt and the scaredness of trusting a new program, or the excuses that flood in when we're trying to grow and our brain is trying to keep us safe and in our comfort zones. I always hear this one common objection when it comes to pulling the trigger and creating the healthy, fit life we know we deserve. And it's always about food. Being scared about eating healthier. I always hear, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stick to my diet, right? I don't know if I can stay consistent. And you know, this episode isn't going to be about including the usual foods you love on your way to hit your body goals. You guys know I preach that so much that before you can change what you're eating, you have to begin to change the frequency and the portion of what you're um, currently eating right now first to begin to check in with yourself and decipher, okay, am I actually hungry or stressed or bored or so on. But this episode is simply going to be about eating healthier, making better decisions, making healthier decisions when it comes to our food and how we can do that without complicating it, without overwhelming ourselves, without creating a lot of food rules, right? So I want to give you three nuggets that are really, really, really going to help with this and uncomplicate healthy eating for you. Can I do that? If you're commuting or you're sitting at your desk with your headphones in right now or you're on a walk or you're still on the toilet from episode one, I want you to give me a hell yeah, just a quiet one, a hell yeah, Chantel, go ahead. (laughs) Okay, chicken nugget number one, change your mindset. Whoa, okay, Chantel, big ask, I know, but we're just starting with a small shift. And that is the overall common view that healthy eating or eating healthier is, you know, snorting chia seeds, hand making cream juices three times a day, eating bean salads with sprouts and vegan dressing, healthifying all your favorite desserts and eating organic and gluten free and grain free and sugar free and fat free everything. It is not. That, my friend, is not healthy eating. I mean, it is. 
but it absolutely is not the only way to eat healthier. To women who maybe, you know, grew up in a super health-focused childhood where foods like that were the norm and they were easily accessible, yes, but to most of us, that wasn't the case. You know, my mom did her absolute best and, um, you know, made sure that fruits and veggies were a part of our everyday life. But there was also a lot, I mean, a lot of microwave meals, processed foods and snack cakes that took up a very large part of our diets, too. And so when I got older, especially when I was out on my own, you know, without someone inherently telling me what to eat or providing me with the food, I consistently made not so great choices. There was no balance to my diets, right? Because there aren't any good or bad foods. It's about how you're balancing them in your day to day. And that's a lesson that you have to learn on your own because it's usually not until you start to feel really shitty. You know, you gain excess weight that doesn't feel good. Um, your blood pressure starts to peak a little bit. You start to have skin issues or maybe you developed things like PCOS or diabetes, which are all very, very common that you begin to realize, okay. I have to be more mindful of what I'm eating because it's not just about how it's changing, you know, how I look. More importantly than that, it's about how I feel. But here's where the issue lies. Some of us don't take that lesson and learn from it. So you keep eating how you're eating and your health begins to domino. And maybe that's because you have this notion that you're supposed to go from eating out almost every day to cooking nightly, prepping, drinking smoothies from dawn to dusk, and that's not where it starts. So I'm going to give you a first step when it comes to changing your mindset about what you're eating. Okay, simply start with looking at what the food on your plate will do for you. Not will it help you lose X amount of weight or X amount of inches, but how is it nourishing you in this moment? Is what you're eating or planning on eating going to make you sleepy or groggy or bloated or tired? Or is it going to give you strength, energy, lightness? This is a simple but powerful shift because it forces us to look past the tactical stuff, right? How much is this meal going to weigh? Is it good? Is it bad for my weight loss? Blah, 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 blah. Instead, we approach it from a view of loving our body and simply asking a question, what is this providing for me today? Is this nourishing my body, my mind? In college, my first year, God, this is embarrassing. <laughs> In college, my very first semester, cannot believe I'm admitting this, I drank so much soda that I got a UTI. And again, when I was, you know, in charge of what I ate and drank that very first semester, I genuinely did not know any better. You know, we're still kids in our first year of college. Um, and so <laughs> I remember I was drinking an orange Fanta with breakfast, lunch and dinner. Like, honestly, what was water? Jeez. And I was literally going to school for my, you know, that's beside the point. Anyway, so, um, you know, I got a UTI. I was very, very painful. And when I went to the doctor and she was explaining the antibiotics to me, she said, you know, bacteria thrive and they live off sugar. So drink lots of water and you'll feel better when you go to the bathroom. And as small as it was, that line stuck with me. She didn't break down the reason for drinking water and complicate it for me. And she didn't demand that I do one or the other. She said, listen, you can keep drinking this asinine amount of stuff. She didn't say asinine, but 
It really was. You know, you can keep drinking all this soda if you want, but your pee is going to burn like hell, literally. Or you can drink water with your medicine and you'll feel a lot better after a day. You know, option two for me all day. So my point is, instead of looking at your food so tactically and how much weight can I lose? What immediate benefit can I get from this meal? You know, wagering constantly all day. Simply ask yourself, what is this doing for me? Is this a meal that will make me feel better or continue to make me feel kind of shitty? And, you know, sometimes we don't know we feel shitty because it's our norm. We're so used to it. You know, when you're drinking the orange Fantas all day, every day, it's fine. Until you realize, geez, every time you're avoiding going to the bathroom, because every time you go, it freaking hurts. And so it isn't for me, you know, I had that realization at 18 years old. Like, it's about what is this doing for my body? Is this helping me or is this hurting me? Let me tell you something, friends. Orange soda is going to hurt after a while. And so for me, I had that epiphany very early on. I wasn't perfect after. I didn't get my shit together. I had a lot of ups and downs with my food. It was my starting step to know, okay, you know, everything I put in my body has a purpose. And at the end of the day, regardless how I looked, regardless of what I was doing for me on the scale or whatever, whatever, I wanted to feel good inside my body. And so it isn't until you take that step and you change things one meal at a time that you realize how kind of terrible you were being at giving your body food that it really and truly thrives on. Okay. All right. So chicken nugget number two, come from a place of addition, not subtraction. Start to think about what you can add to your meals. You don't have to necessarily put anything in place of another. That will naturally happen as you add healthier foods to your diet. It naturally makes less room for foods that aren't as intentional. When deciding to get healthier, it's so easy. It's so easy to overwhelm yourself with like everything you think you're doing wrong. All the takeout or the wine, or the treats, or the missed meals, you can easily start to beat yourself up and sink into a place of, you know, doubt and fear. Happens to a lot of people. Outside of there being a place for, you know, every single food, and I do mean every, in your life, instead of coming from the mindset of lack, begin to come from a place of abundance. There is a time and a place for everything, everything. And when you wake up each day and think, okay, what can I add to my meal that makes this healthier, that gives me energy, that helps my skin, that helps my mood, that gives me strength, you'll notice that it's not so hard making more intentional choices. I think sometimes we approach our food too coldly, too tactically, and food is emotional. You know, we use food to bond, to celebrate, to cope. And so sometimes it's, it's important and it's necessary to treat our food with love and understanding. But it also doesn't start off with a lot. You know, it starts small, deciding to make a smoothie before you leave for work. So, you know, you're not ravenous or less likely to stop by Dunkin's or McDonald's. It's deciding that you'll have greens with your fries or it's deciding to go to a deli instead of Chick-fil-A. Those decisions start to domino, they stack, they add up, and it begins to get easier making them more often and making better choices for your body and for your goals. So today, 
In addition to understanding that you don't have to juice a salad (laughs) and drink it to be healthy, start asking yourself, where can you add in something healthier here and there through the day and watch how that feels? Okay, chicken nugget number three. So once you've committed to changing your mindset a little at a time with the very first shift and you've promised to come from a place of addition and not subtraction, then you plan. You plan your wins. And again, we are starting small. We're starting with the small shifts. It's keeping a protein bar in the car so that on your way home from work, you actually make it home and cook and don't cave and grab takeout because you're so hungry. It's deciding at the start of your day simply where you'll pick up lunch and where you'll eat or what snacks to bring to work. It's planning out the water breaks so you can hit your water goal. Plan your wins. Plan the small moments in your day that you'll be more mindful and more intentional about your food. Plan your prep day, your grocery shopping day. Plan them all. Does writing them down or scheduling them automatically mean that you'll do them? No. But it does significantly increase the chances. And that's what we're all about. Increasing the odds. Making your environment work for you and not against you. And you do that by making healthier decision making easier on you. Okay. And those are my nuggets, guys. Those are great nuggets at that. So often when we come, you know, to the realization that we need to be taking better care of our bodies or eating better or being more mindful, it's very easy to think that you have to jump to the polar opposite side of the spectrum. You do not. And you might not ever get to a place where you juice, you know, eight times a day and you're eating vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, everything. And that's okay. Healthy eating looks differently for all of us. And it's a personalized experience. You get to define what healthy looks and feels like to you. But it's important that you're doing the work and you're holding yourself accountable when you know you don't feel your best. Don't wait for things to implode before you do, like getting a terrible UTI from drinking a shit ton of orange Fantas. <laughs> no, but seriously, take action now one small step at a time you can do this and until then i'll see you next week boo